It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why are we in the bar? Hello, hello, and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for... First and ten to the max sports. Really? A new prop. Since no. I can't see myself, we're we're kind of running a little challenged here, but that's okay. Super like genius. Carlos, Carlos is back in the house. Yep. Our yeah. NFL guru. So we were having a big debate prior to the show about Monday night football, and sent us a comment: Do we like two games on Monday night, or is it devaluing? The viewing experience. Thoughts? Yeah, it's just, it's always hard to follow on Monday night when you have a couple games going on at the same time. But although at the end of the day, we do want as much football we can get, we want to just kind of focus on that last game. You know, I know it has a lot of implications for fantasy football too. So it's always kind of tough to watch both games when you miss something. Yeah. Uh, red zone. You know, I, I will say this about fantasy football players, the fantasy football league players. I hate every one of you. I do, too. Every one of you. I do, too. But, I think that devalues the game because you're not even rooting for a team. I did it one time, and I was like, I'm out. I, I'm so focused on what one guy is doing. I can't enjoy the entire football experience. I don't mind that. What I mind is if someone plays fantasy football – they want to te- the most interesting thing in their life is their fantasy football team. Yeah. You know what the least interesting thing for everyone else in the world? They're their fantasy, fantasy football, football team. team. No, I agree. Um, so getting back to the <sighs> Monday night, are we? I mean, I'm okay with it because personally, also I've got YouTube. I'm, I refuse to spend all this money to watch football when I can go down to my local uh, drinking establishment and watch every game and. Not spend probably as much money? I don't know. I think if you did the spreadsheet on that, I think you're coming out behind. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I still like the entire <laughs> experience. The environment, you know, it gets people the going sometimes. You know, the oeuvre. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you're not even rooting for a particular team, but, you know, you kind of find some people and you're just like either with them or you're against them just for the fun of it. Okay, well, I'm glad you said that because can I do a get off my lawn? I haven't done one in a while. Sure. Okay. For whatever reason, whenever I go to a sporting event, I'm behind the drunkest, most obnoxious freaking fans you can find. Can make better choices. So, I don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, so gonna, now, I went... You get to pick and choose on that one. So I went to Buffalo Wild Wings uh, Sunday to watch the games. And, and I understand it. You know, there can be a yeah or who or... A, but I'm... St- uh, at the bar, right beside a guy, every single play. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, are we talking man. at the bar or at the actual game? Well, you no, know, s- sitting at the bar. I don't mind some excitement. If they peel off a 40-yard run, I'm okay with that. But, you know, when there's a, a run that, the guy stop his team stops the defense for two yards and he, you know clapping every single play. 
mm-hmm. get off my lawn, yeah. get out of my bar. Yeah, at any sporting event that is encouraged at the bar where some people might not even be watching the game, they don't care, and it's always the biggest distraction. It's always the loudest person in the room, too, so it's always, yeah, yeah, get off the lawn. Yeah, it happens. Talking about two teams no one's been clapping for this season, would you have ever thought the Bengals and the Chargers would start off 0-2? Maybe one of them, because I would submit to you, well, no, actually the Chargers – had a reasonably tough start, but I knew it's gonna be tough for the Bengals. I mean, out the gate with Cleveland and on the road, and Baltimore at home. Yeah, that's San a San Diego. That's a that's a tough start to to start two games in division yeah. for your season, and not not even and and that was my pick for the for the toughest division in football going in. Yeah, it kind of looks like maybe it won't be at the end of the day. It looks like it's the Ravens' division to lose, and the Steelers don't look. That bad, which I'm really happy about because that makes my 49ers win in week one look so much better. Are we um, are we overreacting if either the Chargers or the Bengals or the Vikings start off 0-3? Or is that an overreact? Or uh, I'm going to say overreaction. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, the Vikings still have a lot of talent on the team. And if you look about last year, they had the biggest come-from-behind victory. I believe it was against the Buffalo Bills or uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I'm sorry. Um, I think they'll be able to overcome this. Uh, the Chargers, I think I'm a little more worried about. Um, Brandon Staley is a defensive coach. And they're not playing and defense. they can't stop they're... a nosebleed. They might be the, you know, the L.A. Clippers of the NFL, really, you <laughs> know. Uh, they have all this money invested in these players. You know, they brought in Kellen Moore. And Kellen Moore is doing what... He did when he was a Dallas Cowboy, putting up a lot of points but not winning a lot of games. Yeah. So I think there's some cause for concern there. Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's I mean, I I always had the position last year that Dak Prescott's problems were on play calling. And it looks like it may be that way because it looks like Kellen Moore is breaking another quarterback. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's crazy because it's still going back from last year yeah. when they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's kind of – Still the same thing, just nothing has changed in yeah. Los Angeles, unfortunately. Maybe they should go back to San Diego then. And, well, and your Bengals. Ooh, well, sorry. Going back real quick to the Chargers-Minnesota uh, game. Yeah, the Char- uh, Minnesota's the two teams. I've wagered on them twice, lost both. Yeah. I'm going back for a third time because yeah. you look at Cousins' stats. I, that guy would drive you absolutely nuts. Six touchdowns, one interception this year. His passing yardage is off the charts, but the guy will butt fumble a football at the most inopportune time, the one pick the most inopportune time, the incomplete pass at the most inopportune time. But I'm thinking, you know, against the Chargers at home, I'm, I'm going to give him one more chance. Hey, hey, Drew, can you pick up the coffee mug and read what it says? Of course I'm right. I'm Bob. Yeah, what have I been saying about Kirk Cousins ever since I met you? Same thing I've been saying about Daniel Jones. He's an inconsistent. No, no, but Daniel Jones is bad through the whole game. Kirk Cousins throws up great stats and rips your heart out and kills you. Makes it look like. And And this is contract year for him, too. Yeah, it's it's a really big thing. It's kind of like, you know, the Tony Romo, the Phillip Rivers, they'll put up all the great stats, but at the biggest moment, something happens that doesn't go their way, and they can't seem to overcome it, and it's going to haunt him probably for a while. Though the speculation is out there that Kirk Cousins to the New York Jets? 
they would have to give up the farm. I don't know if he's worth it, but I, that would make sense. It's just, is the asking price going to be too high? I don't know. I, I, I just think the Jets, the Jets realized obviously Zach Wilson won the answer. That's why they went out and got Rodgers. And um, I think the season's lost if they don't get another quarterback. I, I don't think Zach Wilson can can do what needs to be done to make this a competitive offensive football team with him at the helm. But I, but I don't know who you put in there because I was worried about Rodgers going into the season with that O-line anyway, and you put a relatively inexperienced quarterback that maybe possibly has the yips after last season, and you put him behind an ineffective line? Well, we're talking about a third-year guy now, right? Wilson yeah. In his third year? Yeah. I mean, you know, hey, He's played it's time to bring, yeah, brush off the dust, kiddo. You've been in the league three years now. You had a chance to understudy a couple months under um, yeah, Rodgers. So, you know, get her done or, or get off the turf. I, I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. Uh, that would be an intriguing idea to have Cousins, but I don't think Minnesota's ready to, to bail out. Yeah, and I think we need to stop giving some of these quarterbacks a lot of the leeway. You know, we've done this before with Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. They go to a new team. Oh, well, it's because of this, because of that. Maybe they just are not as good at football as we thought they were. And mm-hmm. most of those people, like, you know, especially with Trey Lance, they don't want to admit that they just messed up, you know. And that's one of the things the 49ers were able to do is admit that they messed up. You know? mm-hmm. And I think the Jets right now, they really haven't made a lot of moves as far as the quarterback. Um I don't know if you go out and get somebody else. And, and it's kind of a weird, weird idea to think about. Remember in the offseason, they're trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. How do you think Zach Wilson felt? You know, you would think that would light a fire under him. Like, hey, they didn't want me, he, but now they have yeah. me. What's what's really going on here with that, you know, that locker room? Zach Wilson's so bad, he makes me long for the days of uh, Sanchez, Mark Sanchez. That's how bad he is. Yeah, the butt fumble. <laughs> yeah. What are the chances that maybe Tom Brady zero zero? He's already put the kibosh to that. Yeah, I mean, Um, if if he had stayed in playing shape, maybe, but he's not in playing shape whatsoever. He's done. Andrew Luck. He's already said, "Quit calling me." Yeah, you know, it's funny how the NFL is so desperate for quarterbacks, certain teams that they're just calling up retirees from three, four, five years ago. I would say the team that's in the driver's seat to peddle a quarterback, believe it or not, is Dallas with Cooper Rush and uh, and Lance, Lance now. Yeah. I mean, now they got a chance to to field some calls, and and I think they could peddle Lance and readjust that to a needy team for maybe a third round. Yeah, they would, second they round. would essentially have to, to be winning the some of these games and allow Trey Lance to go in there and kind of showcase yeah. a little bit something. But I don't think. Anything would happen, you know, this season or the off season. It would probably have to be maybe a, a project for him. I I don't think that's a good place. For, I don't think that's a good place for Lance. I think, and pr- quite frankly, I don't think I don't think Lance is a good quarterback for the Jets. Now Cooper Rush is a little more interesting. Yeah, because I think he's a little bit tried and trust, tried and tested. I think he's he an upgrade. Well. He's an upgrade from Zach Wilson. Yeah. I don't know if Lance is an upgrade from Zach Wilson. No, totally. So maybe maybe Jerry will make a phone call and say, "Hey, I got the I got one, my second stringer, but the price is going to be high." The one other option I would think is if the Las Vegas Raiders season kind of goes to shambles. You know, they have Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, 
kind of familiar with Robert Sala from their time in the San Francisco 49ers. I know Jimmy might not be the biggest uh, acquisition, but he's a guy that just won a lot of games. Yeah. You know, he can help them make a, a run if they get close enough. It would just become the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, getting rid of Josh McDaniels because that's who yeah. he wanted. And they have Aiden O'Connell, who's a fourth-round pick out of Purdue, looked pretty good in the preseason. And I don't think the Raiders are going to be very – you know, competitive in the AFC West. There's a lot of really good teams in there, so that's yeah. just the moment thing. That's the, the that's an interesting one. I mean, Jim, Jimmy G, all Jimmy G does is win, win, yeah. win. There's only one dig on Jimmy G, and that's availability and injuries. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The problem with uh, the Jets right now, as I see it, is they've got to wait for these other teams to officially mail it in before they get a phone call or they get a, give a phone call and by then, their season may be over because, you know, my going into the season, I said that was the toughest division in football. Yeah. He thought the AFC North, but I thought I thought that division with the Dolphins, New England, yeah. you know, obviously the, the Jets, the Bills. Too, you know. But, yeah, the Jets' season's lost if, if he's going to be their quarterback. It, it just is. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a hard thing. Okay. Is the Bengals' season lost? What's – What's no, no. I mean, since since the everyone's been putting out this statistic since the expansion of the playoffs, there's only been one team that's gone zero and two and made the playoffs, and that just happened to be your Bengals last I understand, year. But that's not a good stat to try to replicate. I think it's it's all gonna it's all below the knee for Burrows. Does that calf come back, and and does he feel comfortable on that calf, and can he do Burrows things? Well, if he, he can't do Burroughs things, you're in trouble. Well, he tweaked it again. Uh-huh. My my concern is I thought at the beginning of the season watching these first two games, you know, all I've seen Burroughs do is not play like Burroughs, meaning yeah. there's been no downfield throws. Nothing. It's been bubble screens and vertical slants, and that's not Joe Burroughs' game yeah, as I, far as getting the ball. And my, my, my question to you is, and Bob, is it because they were protecting his calf, or is it because the offensive line's so bad he doesn't have time to 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 do reads? He's he's got to throw a bubble screen or vertical slant. I'm thinking probably a combination of both. Yeah, definitely. And then the lack of reps that they've gotten together in the preseason too, because they always rest their starters essentially. Yeah, I think it's the offensive line. I know that they've. Brought in a lot of guys. They've spent a lot of money. It's like that old saying with quarterbacks. When you have more than one quarterback, you really don't have a quarterback. And when you have all these. (laughs) Unless you're Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and if you have all these offensive linemen and, you know, you can't find a position because a lot of these guys are switching spots. You know, there's not a lot of continuity. The running game doesn't look like it's there. So I think it's, you know, Burrow and a bad calf, you know, He's good enough to play. He should be fine. You can't make excuses for him at that point. But I think it's probably maybe closer to the offensive line and the struggles. That yeah, he, he just days. can't get a pass off past 20 yards. Um, I, I do say if they lose to the Rams, it's it's trouble. Yeah, and that's going to be trouble. a tough game. I, I don't think. I don't, In that the, division? The, 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 Ram, the Rams are – I don't think the Rams are as good as they looked on against the 49ers. They're a weak What? I thought you were gonna do your, your little weakling sound bite. They're a weakling. No, no, because they're they're not a weakling, and I don't have it queued up. <laughs> no, the Rams the Rams aren't a aren't a weakling, but they're not as good as that showing. Now, I discount teams that are playing in division when when they yeah. come out and play. So the Rams were playing above their weight. 
They're they're going to go across the nation to to the Bengals. No, the Bengal the Bengals win that game and they and they win it going away. I would think so, and I hope so. The one the one thing that I hate about the Rams and I hate about McVay and McVay is dead to me now. <laughs> you kick a field goal with four yeah. seconds to yeah. go when you're down by ten. What were you trying to accomplish? Well, you're trying to mess up the line. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I know he wasn't. I'm usually on the wrong side. I know he wasn't betting on the game because they're going to find out if he did. Yeah. But that just seemed, that <laughs> was just tick-tacky. Go for the end zone. And if, and, if you bust, and if you bust the line going for the end zone, great. I'm, I'm, I'll be mad a little bit. But well, there is I'm an old mad. adage, Bob. Take the yeah. points when you can get them. Yeah, with four seconds to go when you're not even going to get an onside kick. And even if you had one second on the clock for an onside kick, you have to not only recover the onside kick, you have to scoop it up and run it into the end zone on an onside kick, which I defy you to find me an instance where that has ever happened in professional football. Ever. Well. No, no. McVeigh is dead to me. (laughs) Dead to me. I have a feeling you might have had some money on the game or a bet with a friend. No, I didn't, but it's it it it's I I don't like seeing it when when they were going to win and cover and because the 49ers looked pretty good in the second half. It was almost like they played that first half like eh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And this and they went into the halftime and said, "Okay, now it's time to, you know, now it's time to put it on and 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 do something good." Kind of like Texas against Wyoming. It was like Texas went into halftime and went what are we doing here? We're better than these guys, yeah. and then they turned it on. That Seattle-Detroit game, that was entertaining. Yeah, Watch definitely. That. Yeah, um, It's just crazy to see that, you know, with all the injuries that the Seahawks had, they still came out on top, and the Lions lost a couple big players on offense. Yeah. They could be without, you know, David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. They could be uh, without uh, Amaran St. Brown in this coming week. So, um, they lost some guys to some gambling issues to start yeah. the season, didn't they? Uh, yeah, Jamison Williams will be missing, I believe it was the first uh, six games of the season, so yeah. they still won't have him. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how much more Jameer Gibbs action we can get. Mm-hmm. It feels like, you know, this guy is just a Ferrari, but they're driving, you know, in, in the school zone or something, you know. Yeah. Now, my surprise team, and they got some offensive weapons. They're 2-0, I predicted. The Washington much, Commanders? Much to Bob's chagrin that the Atlanta Falcons yeah. oh. would. Now, did you watch any of those Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, yeah I did. They're, they're I quarterbacks. Did. Desmond Ritter is, he sucks. Yeah. I mean, he, he kind of does enough, or he's getting lucky enough in the fourth quarter. Doesn't look off, terrible reads. Yeah. He's got some weapons. He's got that kid out of USC they drafted. Yeah, Drake London. The, the, the tight end. Kyle uh, Pitts. Kyle Pitts. The running, the oh, best John. running tandem Jesus. in football. Can we Jesus. say? And I don't know how to say the other guy's name, but obviously uh, you got Tyler Bijan, Algier, Algier yeah. and, and Robinson. Yeah, yeah. You Beast. know, and one thing that you guys have in common with uh, Arthur Smith is you guys hate fantasy football. And that's why I think the Atlanta Falcons are 2-0. and It's because they're not worried about stats. Yeah. They're really just focused on winning games. They don't care if they run the ball 100 times or they – don't pass the ball at all, and you know, my my only question is is when are they going to start to open it up a little bit? You know, Kyle Pitts, I, the super uber talented tight end. I know. Get him off the line. 
go line him up, wide receiver. Give him some jump ball situations. Let's get some big plays going, like a play action with a deep pass to him. But this Break kid, this kid can't hit the side of a barn. I, I, I mean, mean with, he had with, two dropped interceptions that he threw it right at the guy. The only thing is, is you know, with these guys that they have, they're you know six five, six seven, whatever, and they run really fast. Like, you know, at some point they have this big catch radius, so. You don't you don't need the perfect pass. You just need a good enough pass, and that's yeah. what we complained about Marcus Mariota last year. He couldn't complete a pass to a wide receiver, and then now they're still stuck with Desmond Ritter. Because I honestly thought the Falcons probably would just kind of take the Houston Texans route and just tank yeah. and get Caleb Williams. But now they're two and zero, and they're probably like, "Oh yeah. crap!" So, talking about the Atlantic Falcons, if you guys familiar with Arthur Smith's backstory? Oh yeah, son of the founder of FedEx. His dad is worth $5.9 billion. He's really so, annoying to watch on the which, sidelines. Though. Yeah, and then he made some he made some really ballsy calls. That that fourth and one where he yeah. could have kicked a field goal and he went yep. for it. Yeah, but, but I was screaming at the TV the entire game because they're putting the ball in, in Ritter's, Ritter, right? Desmond yeah, Desmond Ritter, Ritter yeah. And, and Bijan and the other kid are just ripping off Eight, ten yard carries, uh, yards, yes. every carry. And I'm like, gee, man. Well, I throw the ball at that point, you know? Yeah, exactly. And they, then they should have won by two touchdowns. No. They the, dominated the time of possession, the yardage. Packers should have won that game. If Jordan Love had had 5% of Aaron Rodgers in him, well, he's overrated. I think Love's overrated. Did you see his uh, problem with his feet? Yeah, that little botch snap. He kind of fell over. Forced a like, false start. He looked so uncoordinated. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one was that was. He, funny he was already watch. on the move, and the ball's still in the. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. I, you know, uh, you know, as as I think Jordan Love will be fine, but he's just gonna need more reps. You know, he's been sitting on the bench for what four years now. You yep. know, and if and if you like that highlight, good on you, because you're gonna be seeing that highlight a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty fun. Well, I was. Very happy when that happened. We had three kid quarterbacks start. Yeah. What do you, what's your assessment of the, the big three, Richardson? Yeah, well, Stroud what's good is, and, uh, you know, yeah. I thought they were going to struggle a little bit more, especially Anthony Richardson. We didn't know exactly what they were going to get with him, but he's looked really good. I mean, he hasn't had to do a lot. But guess what we talked about? The upside. Third game into the season, concussion. Yeah. The man doesn't throw he's a run first guy yeah. and it's funny because you know you, you we would if we had to guess who was probably going to be the quarterback that got hurt it was probably going to be bryce young you know he's a similar body to uh to a tongue of iloa a little bit smaller kyler murray type player but i mean bryce young is you know looked pretty good bryce bryce young looks like a preschooler walking into a high school the problem with it's and tiny. a lot of people yeah. are, are dissing on him saying see i told you he's too small blah 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 I, I think the kids played pretty good. Yeah, I thought so, too. He hasn't done anything insane. He just doesn't have what maybe some of these other guys have around him. Yeah. And, I mean, you could even argue C.J. Stroud, too, is probably looking the best of the three just because yeah. the Texans don't look good, but he looks pretty good throwing the ball. And, I mean, what's good is he's not afraid to throw it, and he's got a great arm, and he's shown it off, and it's great. I'll tell you what, they look better than, than Zach Wilson. Both of those kids, my first question, games in the NFL. My question is really, though, Justin Fields, 
Would you rather have the CJ Stroud right now if you're the Chicago Bears, or do you want still you're still riding with Justin Fields over here? Well, I think going into the season, you had to ride with Fields. Yeah. You gave him some weapons. Yep. Gave him DJ Moore. Yep. And some other weapons and said, hey, you know, you're playing fifth-year option. Yeah. Let's see what you got. And he, he hasn't brought it. Yeah. And, you know, I know he's made a couple of crazy comments where he's been calling out some of the play calling, some of the wide receivers as well. So, I don't Last year like he said that. he didn't like to play outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I wonder a little bit if the Bears are playing for K- Caleb Williams. Well, my, my thing was. Well, it looks like taking, Fields is. <laughs> well, instead of taking one of these top-tier quarterbacks that they could have had, you know, they decided we're going to roll with Justin Fields. So they traded that first overall pick, and it's kind of resemblance of, you know, a couple years ago when they had the second overall pick, mm-hmm. and they took Mitchell Trubisky over some of these other yeah. guys, you know. That's the only thing is Chicago just like cursed at the quarterback position. And no, they're they're inept in the front office. Yeah, the front office yeah. is a shit show for sure. Yeah, it's, I don't I don't see you trading the first overall pick and you actually winning the trade. Yeah, you can have all these draft picks, you can have these players, but if it just doesn't work out, you know, it's not a guarantee that these draft picks will you know be superstars. No, you just hope that you take the law of numbers. Yeah, if you have more draft picks, you have more players, so you you should find. Some stars and, in there. And, and yeah, it's it's a crapshoot in that first round. And, and if you're a front office executive, you're not making your money in the first round. Exactly. You're making your money in the second through the seventh. And and I just wasn't impressed with this crop. I know I know there was a lot of hype, but five years from now, I don't think we're really going to be talking about Stroud, Young, or Richardson. Richardson will probably be hurt by then. I think Stroud and Young, at the end of the day, are probably going to be journeyman quarterbacks. I don't know if they're going to be that take your team to the next level quarterbacks. I just, yeah, I just don't see it happening. Who's the kid from the Jaguars? Trevor Lawrence. Do you think Trevor Lawrence was a better quarterback coming out of the draft than any of the other yeah. three? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, for got, sure. he yeah. got the uh, Andrew Luck type treatment yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And as far as like you know Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, like them versus what Caleb Williams and Drake May or maybe you know uh, Sanders or uh, Michael Pinay, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what the difference will be moving forward for those guys. I don't know. I think Caleb Williams probably is a better prospect than Bryce Young and C.J. Oh, yeah. Trout, you know, but it's just going to be a wait and see. I, I do like what I've seen so far from Bryce Young and C.J. Trout. Yeah. Even Anthony Richardson, too. No, I mean, for, for starting out as rookies, they haven't embarrassed themselves. Let's move on to our NFL picks. We do, in case you're watching for the first time, and Carlos, we picked the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, and now the two Monday night games. Yep, all the ones under the lights. And then we'll talk about a little college football and some of the excitement that was in college football this weekend. <clears throat> Prime time. Okay, uh, first game, Bob, Thursday night. We got Thursday night. We have the Giants going east to west to the, to the 49ers. 49ers hosting their first home game of the season. They've gone on the road, gone 2-0. and They are favored by 10 against the Giants. <sighs> Tough matchup. You ever play basketball with a 8-, uh, 10-year-old kid and you're just kind of laying off the gas, letting them score? My question is, in that game, does San Francisco obviously win it, but play nice and 
not cover, but this is my rule of thumb ever since I bet football. If you're getting double-digit points and your team's capable of scoring, not just having one second, third quarter run, but I mean capable of scoring, take the points. If they're getting double-digit points and it's a team that's not really capable of scoring, then give the points. Having said that, I don't think the Giants are capable of scoring. Barkley's out. Give me San Francisco plus the, the 10. The Giants are as capable of scoring yeah. as the chess club in high school. <laughs> yeah. Good. It's just that. not going to happen. Yeah. Danny, well, dives to, Danny did go to Duke. So I don't know if he spent enough time on the football field. <sighs> you know, it, the, it's, just, it's just tough. They got to go on a short week. Yeah. East to West Coast. Tough. You know, with retooling their offense for possibly Barkley not being there. I've had oh, heard out. some rumblings. Yeah, he's gone. I mean, I know yes. there is some rumblings, but yeah. yeah so it's my, my only fear about betting this game would be the Niners just being like, "Yeah, we just need to win." Like yeah. who playing cares? A, playing an eight-year-old in basketball. Yeah, who cares? Let them have a few points. So, but I no forty. If I don't pick the 49ers and lay the points, I'm going to get laughed out of whatever <laughs> fan club I'm in. All right, and yourself, Carlos? Yeah, I'm going with the 49ers. It's going to be yeah. easy. Um, I do think at the end of the day. Uh, the 49ers, uh, the Giants, you know, these guys are getting paychecks. You know, they got to go out there. They got to try to mm-hmm. perform. They got to do their best. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm taking the 49ers as well. Well, Dabble's not the kind of coach that's just going to lay you know, down just say, hey, and, lay, yeah. we're yeah. here to, to – Got to play for some pride. Yeah. To, <laughs> do, do you have pride left in that order? To hang out I mean, they, they did hang a lot of points on the Arizona Cardinals really yeah. fast, but – it's the, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> My thing, too, is a side note for Saquon Barkley. If he does come back, does he play? Does he play the rest of the year, or does he try to find a new destination? What is it? He says, hey, you guys only gave me a million dollars, and look what happened, or uh, an extra million dollars, and look what happened to me. That's one of the things that I think about, too. I'm thinking he probably will play just to prove that, hey, the ankle's good. Healthy. I'm, yeah. I'm still rolling. Uh, Max, who's down with the big C, unfortunately, um, he also took San Francisco. What big C? Rhymes with Rovid. Oh, okay, okay. There's there's other words that start with C that have me a little scared there for a second. Rhyme, rhymes with Rovid. Okay, okay. I don't know if you can say the other word on, on YouTube without getting flagged. Oh, my. Oh, my. Hey, you're, you're Ken Paxton. Didn't get convicted by the Senate, so you're happy. Rovid. Uh, okay. Okay, next. On Sunday night, we have the Steelers traveling to the Raiders. Dun, 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 dun. Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, for some reason, is favored by two and a half in this game, and I'm wondering if it's just home field. It's home field. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is a game that, uh, you know, after watching Pittsburgh – the first week, I'd say no. The second week, yes. But with the points, two and a half, uh, Pittsburgh's two and a half point dogs. Yeah. I'm going to take Vegas. You're going to take Vegas and lay the points. For no particular reason. But for the reason that you want an L on your record. Possibly. <laughs> I'm not a big picket <laughs> fan yet. Not yet. When will he have that meltdown? Okay. That three turnover. Okay. What do you think of Carlos? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like what they can do. On, to cover or outright? Uh, to cover. Okay. You know, I think, you know, going to be a close game. Mike Tomlin is a tough coach to beat at the end of the day. It's like going against Bill Belichick, no guarantees. So, um, yeah. I think really it's going to be one of those games where they just come out and just try to redeem themselves, play for a little pride. I think the Steelers are going to end up being a better team than I thought they were going into the season. I've... Again, I'll I'll ride I'll ride the Steelers and say they're going to win this game outright. They're going to go to Las Vegas and crush dreams. All right, hey, we got another outright pick by Brother Bob. What's what what what's COVID boy picking? Uh, he also is riding with you guys. Okay, he took uh, Pittsburgh Rovid. No, I'm I'm going to use the word COVID boy. Okay, uh, Monday night for the sort of doubleheader or the actually sort of. Two games, one start, one game starting an hour before the other one, which was really weird for me as I was sitting in the bar because I was, I didn't look at the timetable this past Monday night, so I was expecting it to be a doubleheader. I'm like, why are they only one quarter apart? What the hell's yeah. going on here? It, it's kind of weird because you know on Sundays they, this, the games all start at the same time, yeah. so I think that's why we're all kind of just like, wait, what is going? Yeah, on? so it was really weird for Usually me. So you watch those games and then you watch those games and you're trying to know. Oh, I watch Red Zone. I mean, I'm, I I totally don't take my Ritalin on mon- on Sunday mornings, and I just watch Red yeah. Zone. I just go in for the ADD. Um, ADD is a is a is a serious uh, mental health condition and should be treated. and And Red, if Red if you're Zone. if you're afflicted by ADHD, please go seek medical medical. And none of our jokes are meant to degrade you or make you feel bad. Or just watch Red Zone. Yeah, it's great therapy. Okay, uh, first game is the Eagles traveling to the Buccaneers. Uh, getting on, what is that, I-95 and heading south. Uh, the Eagles are – I'm trying to figure out why this line is where it is. The Eagles are favored by only five. It's at Tampa Bay? It is yeah. at Tampa well, Bay. I mean, you know, the home – you know, you can't give too much up to the – you know, Tampa Bay hasn't looked – Horrible. Horrible. No. And Philly's struggling a little bit offensively. Five points at home. I mean, call me the ultimate contrarian. Give me Tampa Bay and the five points and Bradshaw. Just give me uh, two touchdowns and 300 yards. Yeah. What do you think, sir? Yeah, I'm going the same thing, too. I think uh, Tampa Bay is kind of I say Bradshaw? You did say Bradshaw. Uh, Not Terry Bradshaw. uh, Baker, Baker, We'll play Baker. Johnny, Johnny football. Baker Bradshaw. Baker Bradshaw. Baker Bradshaw Mayfield. (laughs) Yeah. Close close enough. Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Johnny Johnny Football 2.0 without yeah. so much the blowing my brains out. Yeah, just you know reunited with Mike Evans, you know in South yeah. Beach. Yeah, same thing too for me. Uh, I like I like the Bucks here just because, um, you know what they've done. They're explosive on offense. Eagles are having some issues in the secondary, so you know I'm gonna have to go um, with that. Um. What did Max do? I and I want to know what Max did before I. Uh... Uh, Max took Philly to cover. Okay, I'm I'm going to take the Buccaneers not to win outright, but I had this sense that that the Eagles are just in this. All we got to do is win. Yeah. We we don't need to hang points on. Mm-hmm. We just need to be comfortable and win. And the Buccaneers do do a backdoor cover at the back end of this game for a meaningless score. Yeah. So yeah, get give me the Buccaneers and the points, but not to win this game. Okay. Rams Bengals. Final game of the weekend. Rams traveling west to east to the to the Bengals, who are zero and two so far. And Vegas has Cincinnati favored by two and a half at home. 
what's not a lot of points. That is not a lot of points. That tells you what Vegas thinks of the chances that L.A. could come in there and steal. Yeah, not not I mean, for essentially a pick em, you know. When you, I mean, not for not goal. for a Rams team that at points looked good against what arguably could be the best team in football. Right. Well, I love a Louis Roma defense, but yep. you know the problem is that team's on the field so much. Uh, hopefully they'll get the running game cooking a little bit. They'll get uh, their receivers more involved, and he'll have a little time to throw. Um, give me the Bengals to cover, but not with a lot of confidence. Bob? Oh, I oh I get to go next? Sure, we'll mix it up a little bit. Uh, like I said, I McVay is dead to me. I, I want this team to, to go away in a puff of radioactive dust. Um, I actually do think the Bengals are going to bounce back, even if even if Burroughs is a little hobbled in the pocket. They're going to come back. They're going to win this game. This is, in essence, a must-win yeah. game for them. We got the best field goal kicker in the NFL. So, so I yeah, g- give me the Bengals, but I don't I don't think this game is close. At the end of the day, I don't think this game is close. Okay, a blowout, Bengal blowout. Yeah, maybe two two to two and a half possessions. We need it. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals, too. Um, I think it might be a little bit closer than what you guys might think, but um, uh, definitely taking the Bengals. The Rams, one thing is is you, there's virtually nobody you know on this team, and they don't care about who gets the ball. They're just out there playing football. And, you know, one thing that McVay does well, I know you don't want to hear the words, but uh, they get guys from no names. You know, they had 14 draft picks this past year. Three of them are starting. Uh, a lot of those guys are in rotations. They're playing ball, and um, that's what you like to see. That's just good team football right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got our picks, guys. A uh, little college fun stuff. I got the – any surprises in the uh, – well, did you watch a Colorado-Colorado State game? No. That was one of the best college football games I've oh seen in a so good. long time. No, the the only thing, the aftermath of that game that really kind of pissed me off yeah. was the death threats against the guy who laid the hit on Hunter. Yeah. I mean, it's it, for me, it's an outgrowth of all this attention that, that Prime has brought on his program that, that people are doing that. There's there's no place in sports for that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was it was a nasty hit. It was an illegal hit. It was a yeah. – it was a – it's Bad something hit, we've but seen still. before. It's something we've seen before, but because of the trash talking that's gone on, it's got amplified a little bit more. You know, Prime's got all the celebrities on the sideline and stuff like that. So of course it makes uh, big news. But we've seen stuff like this before. It's you know it's targeting. It's a it's a bad. Bad hit, you know, but it doesn't warrant death threats to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 if you want, if you want a hit that maybe warrants conduct of that, the hit on the uh, the commander's receiver in the end zone that knocked him out in a concussion yeah. protocol, that well, was a nasty yeah. hit. Well, the hit that, and he was um, ejected. The hit that uh, Dion's kid took that was nasty. Yeah, Did you see his head snap back. Yeah, I mean. I, I was anti-prime going into the game. I kind of wanted to see him lose. Yeah. But when I saw some of that ugly play on the other team, I, I was kind of full, pulling for, for prime's team at the end. And for his kid to go 98 yards, that's a, that's a lot of moxie. I haven't seen 98 yards in a college kid do that as a quarterback since Bryce Young did it. Remember that a couple years ago? Yep. Yeah. He, and Sanders – I, I'm going to say this again, and, and I have cognitive dissonance in my head on this. 
Deion Sanders is a good coach. He's got a good coaching staff. That is a well-coached team. Deion Sanders, for me, for me, is an arrogant prick. But he's a good coach. He is a good coach. See, I, I just see, I see the same Dion I saw as a player. He's always you been know, an arrogant prick. But, but, he, just, he, uh, he, he, he was he was the guy at the scouting combine that ran his forty and ran out of the stadium into the limo. You yeah. know what though? This is a guy that I will say this: he won't ask anything more from his players than he would do. If he could do it, he would yeah. be out there. Running plays. I and mean, the guy's a warrior. He's a leader. The kids love him. And and that's the one thing the I will I will him. give him credit for because there are a lot of standout players that can't that can't translate that to their to their players and be good coaches. There's we have rafts of evidence of that. Dion doesn't appear to be that yeah. kind of coach that can't coach. Yeah, he's a Dan Campbell kind of players coach. Well, coach. The, the only thing is, is I get with the arrogance, you know, and. What I think about too, remember that Netflix series, Last Chance You? Yeah. I, I'm not going to say they're the same. They're completely yeah. different, but, you know, with a lot of success will mm-hmm. come a lot of high expectations, a lot of pressure. That's something to look for, I think. Yeah. I mean, and he and, took, he and, took and, a program that won one game, now has him 3 and 0 and nationally ranked. So, I mean, that's. Yeah. And, and, every, and every major newspaper is being asked by their sports journos to go rent a flat in Buffalo. I mean, not Buffalo, Boulder. Yeah. Sorry, Boulder. And and the Colorado-Oregon game may be the biggest rating game of the year. I mean, one thing, he's do, he's bringing butts in the seats and, yeah. and eyes on the TV. And, you know, I mean, who would have thought we'd be talking about co- destitute Colorado football team that suddenly – Fun to watch, and they have some exciting players, man. Yeah. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah, but where are they ranked right now? Nineteen. Uh, they should be higher than I that. Think, I believe they're fourteenth. Uh, the AP has them oh. nineteen. So let's go through the rankings. We still got Georgia on top. Although I think Michigan's the best team in college football right now. We'll see. So we'll Texas, see. It's too Texas, early. Number three. Yeah, is Texas. That, is that a little? Is that a little overrated? I don't think so. I mean, and, and you look at Texas' schedule for the rest of the season, they got, like, Oklahoma, and that's it. Yeah. That's like Ohio State. We got Michigan, and that's it. But no, you have Notre Dame this weekend. Yeah. I. It will be Notre Dame. Give, give, give me the gold helmets in that game. Uh, yeah, we have not looked good. When I say we, Ohio State, Buckeye fan nation, the team has not looked. Yeah. So, it doesn't look like a number six. And but then, you know, you, be a test. USC sitting at five, Ohio State, Penn yeah. State, Washington, Notre Dame, Oregon. The The Pac-12 for their last season of yeah. competitive football oh, is looking oh, pretty I, good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> like we're a season late and a dollar short. It's like your last shift at your job and you're just like, you know, yeah, exactly. let's just have fun let's out have here, fun. guys. What, what we got to lose, you know? Yeah. I will say after Georgia and Michigan, it, you can kind of reshuffle the yeah. deck a million ways. The, we'll they, they seem like the two standout programs right now. Yeah, the biggest concern for me is, like, Nick Saban and this whole quarterback situation. It is yeah. an absolute mess. He's Well, he named, you know, he named the uh, – Yeah, he went the, back to Jalen, uh, which is, I mean, the other two guys that he put in in that game against, uh, I believe they played um, uh, South Florida. Yeah. South oh, Florida. yeah. <laughs> 
you know, you barely won. South Florida was in that game all the way until like yeah. the fourth quarter, you know. So uh, that'll be interesting to see, you know. Well, they're being uh, punished. They're ranked thirteenth right now. Yeah. Might might be the beginning of the end for Nick Saban. Well, I'm talking about a guy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I it it it. There, I, I have heard it. some. I have heard some analysts that yeah. say it looks like he might be a step slow. The, the transfer portal ended probably Nick Saban. Well, if you start, well, if you start hearing about weird um, sexual uh, allegations, that's normally how you get rid of get a coach of nowadays. Yep. Rumored allegations of abuse. Yep. So when a program wants to get rid of a guy without paying him a lot of money, they'll send in a spy. They'll do a uh, recon. We're, 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 we're still going to go down the, yeah, okay. Who's the, who's the kid that does the podcast that now he's up for rape charges? Uh, uh, the British guy? Uh, not oh, sure. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, kids. <laughs> That's a given. Anything else? I don't think so. I think, yeah, we, yeah. Well, Max is on the IR list, so thanks for coming in and hey, man. filling in, dude. You know, I know we've been trying to get a, a schedule set up, yeah. so I'm just glad I was able to you know, get the call oh. from the, the minor leagues to the big leagues. Yeah, man. You know, take- I always love coming out here <laughs> with you guys, man, and shooting the shit, so it's, it's always good. Yeah, you know, so appreciate we'll, y'all. We'll definitely bring you back more, more than not. Well, folks, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Until next week, OH. Peace out. Bye.